This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. Coming up, we're going to talk to some real heroes. They're not hockey players or rock stars. They're doctors and fundraisers for the UBC VGH Hospital Foundation. They've launched high fives for healthcare, and you can go to vghfoundation.ca slash high fives, high fives, for your chance to donate money uh, so that we all get some of the best care in the world at Lower Mainland Hospitals and Care Facilities. That's coming up, but first, some of the consumer news headlines from the week. The B.C. government said they were serious about giving out expensive tickets to people violating the health orders to socially distance, and it looks like they are. The province announced this week they have issued 47 tickets since August. 19 of those cost 2300 bucks each. They were issued to organizers of events. Two $2,300 tickets were handed out to businesses serving food and booze. 26 people were slapped with the $230 individual fine because they were caught flaunting the virus protocol. And also, for those arriving into Canada who didn't take the 14-day isolation order seriously enough, they got nabbed. 58 of those people got a fine in the neighborhood of just over 1000 bucks for violating the Federal Quarantine Act. The pandemic has not done much for Beyond Meat. Uh, Their shares of that company tumbled nearly 29% after their earnings fell far short of expectations. Their Beyond Meat burger had just teamed up with McDonald's to develop the McPlant burger, but that wasn't enough. They blamed the fact that a lot of their sales came from restaurants, and that has obviously really slowed down. Plus, in the previous quarter, as the pandemic was just starting, a lot of people really stocked up on stuff for their freezer. But this quarter, not so much. Uh, I guess they're still going through it. And the NHL, National Hockey League, officially announced this week they will be introducing a new fourth jersey for all 31 teams next season under the Reverse Retro Series. These jerseys will be worn just for a few games, but you know they're going to be on sale in the gift shop. Uh, The NHL teased the jerseys on social media with a 22-second video this week that showed the colors that would be used for each team's jersey. And I know what you're saying. What does the Canucks jersey look like? Well, it's hard to tell, but judging from the video, it looks like the main color is green. So a lot of people are guessing the new Canucks jersey will be mainly green with some blue accents. Still not confirmed is what logo they'll use. Could be the old stick in rink, uh, the skate. Might even be the big V for the Vancouver millionaires. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we're going to talk to some of the doctors and fundraisers at the UBC VGH Hospital Foundation about their big fundraising plans and some of the amazing technology and research that their work is bringing to us here in the Lower Mainland. If you are seriously ill or injured in the Lower Mainland, my next guests are your best friends. These are world-class doctors at the forefront of what they do. Uh, It's not only patient care, but it's also research, discovering new treatments and educating because these new superstar doctors have to come from somewhere. But it's not cheap. And the VGH and the UBC Hospital Foundation is a huge part 
of why the health care we have in this province is so excellent. The foundation raises much-needed funds to keep this well-oiled machine going, and we're going to talk to some of these superstar doctors as well as uh, the person behind the foundation raising that money. Angela Chapman is here with me right now. She's the president and CEO of the UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation. Hello, Angela. Hi, Martin. Thanks for having me today. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Now, uh, you have launched something that's quite exciting. It's called the High Fives for Healthcare. Uh, I guess, would you say it's a initiative? Uh, describe what the High Fives for Healthcare is. Well, High Fives for Healthcare is a way for the public to support the health of our community. It's a great opportunity. I think we all need a bit of encouragement through these times, and it's a great way to spread gratitude while we fundraise for the needs of our healthcare system. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to some of the doctors involved in this, and we'll also talk about how you can get involved and, and the kinds of things that the, the VGH and UBC Hospital Foundation supports. Uh, but let's go over how people can get involved off the top, because this is the sure. important part. You can text to donate. You text yep. high five to, this is really easy to remember, 45678. Four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, and you, you can give five bucks or twenty-five bucks, uh, and for a limited time, your gift will be matched, doubling the impact you can have on the transformation of healthcare in BC. And uh, your donation supports uh, the most urgent needs of our healthcare partners. So, Angela, who are the the what are the 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 situations that you support with the foundation? Yeah, Martin, I love the way that you started off the segment by talking about the fact that, you know, our beneficiaries um, being VGH, UBC Hospital, GF Strong, and Vancouver Community Health Services, as well as Vancouver Coastal Health Research Institute, they really are there when you need them. And, uh, you know, we're proud partners in this endeavor, raising money to support critical needs around patient care, medical research that really advances the best care possible for all British Columbians, community health services, as well as resources, the kind of tools and technology, equipment and places that our healthcare professionals need. And it really is something you can be proud of living in British Columbia, I think, especially the lower mainland. The kind of care that we get here is really world-class, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I, you know, Martin, it's very interesting. I think a lot of people... We're uh, Canadians are, a, a, you know, a very humble lot. Um, and BC is like that, too. We have some incredible um, areas of practice and care. And you're going to hear from a few of those today. But there are just incredible areas of, of cancer care and research, incredible areas of sur- surgical uh, and including spine, uh, just unbelievable advances that are being made here in British Columbia, thanks to the incredible people that we have. And we're very proud as a foundation that we help bring some of those people and keep those people here for support of chairs and research funding that really makes it an attractive place for people to come and grow their career. And I know that with COVID-19 going on, it is making uh, fundraising a very difficult proposition. Uh, and this high fives for healthcare seems kind of innovative. There's a whole social media aspect of it. But uh, is, is this sort of a way to deal with, with the, the lockdown COVID situation? Absolutely. You know, I think charities across this country and hospital foundations are no exception to this are challenged in this environment. Many of us depend on events to raise important funds for what we do. 
Events are great because they introduce a lot of new people to what we do, make them aware of what our mission is, and, and bring them into supporting and being part of our community. And with this year, of course, we're just not able to do that. We can't bring people together the way that we normally would. We would have a wonderful, huge gala in November, and that's not possible to do this year. So instead, we looked at the success that we had when, when COVID first started in terms of the outpouring of incredible community support. People were showing up at the hospital with PPE, um, protective um, personal gear for our physicians, for our healthcare workers. People were calling us to make donations. There was just a real outpouring of support. And we wanted to capture that and we wanted to celebrate the community um, involvement in healthcare and the delivery of healthcare. It's just so important in this time. And so what we did was we, we imagined a new campaign called the High Fives for Healthcare. And over five weeks, we've been making um, news stories about the different areas that we support, making the community more aware of, of the vast array of community health uh, and hospital health care programs that we uh, help deliver, that we help fund. Uh, and so this is now culminated in these events uh, today uh, on CKNW and on Global uh, tonight. And we're inviting everybody over the last five weeks, and it continues, please, uh, you know, if, if not only donate and have your donation matched by up to $250,000 thanks to our other generous donors, but also post messages, post messages, photos and videos on your social media. Um, of course, make sure that it's COVID-19 friendly, high fives that are uh, appropriately socially distanced, <laughs> and, uh, and tag it with hashtag healthcare high five and at VGHFDN, or VGH Foundation, uh, and challenge five of your friends to do the same. So we're going to make it fun, as well as contribute important money to healthcare. Yeah, because I think the last year has taught us how important healthcare workers are, don't you think? Um, We've been at the heart of this, uh, you know, at the response to the pandemic. So absolutely, I think people have really um, felt that. And I, I know that, and you'll probably hear it from our healthcare workers who come on after, very touched by the community outpouring of support, whether it be the, you know, the celebration in the evenings of banging pots and, and clapping and making noise, um, all the way through to the high fives for healthcare and the wonderful messages that uh, our healthcare workers have been receiving from the public. And if you donate a little dough, you can s- uh, send a message along with that in support of uh, your favorite healthcare workers. And we should give the website because we're, we're going to throw out a lot of text numbers and stuff. The text number, which is four five six seven eight, and give five bucks or twenty five bucks uh, text to donate. But you can go to the website uh, vghfoundation.ca slash high fives. There's all the sorts of stuff there, right? Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's where we're inviting everybody to share a message of support for healthcare uh, and share your stories. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to a lot of these doctors. I'm always very impressed by doctors. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they're around. Whenever I go to the doctor, uh, especially if it's something serious, I just think this person didn't have to go to medical school. They could have gone to broadcasting school, uh, but I'm, I'm glad they went to medical school. So uh, tell us about some of the people we're going to meet today. Yeah, you're going to meet some incredible people. So we've got, uh, you know, young uh, and more seasoned um, uh, veterans of the medical uh, care system. Uh, Dr. Catherine Isaac would be on the kind of earlier side of that. She's a, 
a more recent recruit to uh, VGH, uh, incredibly talented um, plastics um, and reconstructive surgeon uh, who has specialized in, in breast cancer, um, breast reconstructive surgery and breast cancer care. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's talk to Dr. Isaac because I think we have her on the phone. Oh, uh, terrific. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk to her. Um, that, that is Angela. Uh, she is uh, Angela Chapman, the CEO and president of the UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation. And Dr. Catherine Isaac is with us now. And as, as Angela just said, uh, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon specializing in breast reconstruction and breast cancer care. Um, now, breast cancer is something I, I think that uh, a lot of us, of all the cancers, we've been touched by that a lot. It, it, I'm looking at the numbers, and uh, every year, 695 women in this province will pass away from breast cancer. So where are we now, uh, Dr. Isaac? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you feeling very hopeful for the future? Hi, Martin. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you great. Great. Thank you for taking the time today. Um, you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, breast cancer is a very common disease. And um, in the province of BC, we have 11 women that are diagnosed with breast cancer every day. Um, unfortunately, women are much more likely to be diagnosed with cancer in the prime of their lives, with approximately 40% of the new breast cancer diagnoses expected to occur around the age of 30 to 59. So young women are, you know, particularly shocked when this happened, women of all ages. Um, and, and you're correct in that those numbers might seem very grim, but fortunately in the province we have exceptional experts that work really hard and do incredible research to improve the survivorship of this population. And so with the diagnosis, women can expect to have a very good survival depending on the stage. Um, but, you know, as much as we've put a lot of efforts into research and providing care, it still takes an important toll on the patient, on their families and friends. Um, so it can be devastating and shocking. So we're working hard every day to uh, support women as they enter into the breast cancer journey. Uh, which may take months or um, up to a couple of years to get through into survivorship. And that's why uh, we have launched the High Fives for Healthcare. Uh, you can donate right now. Go to vghfoundation.ca slash high fives. You can also text high five to four, five, six, seven, eight, and you can give five bucks or 25 bucks. So Dr. Isaac, how important is this money, this money that's being raised to your work uh, in, in br- uh, breast cancer? care? So all of the money that's donated essentially enables us to grow our research and create innovative solutions to the problems that women have identified. Um, And as I mentioned, we have excellent experts in BC, um, but women have identified some shortcomings, problems or experiences that are are, uh, less than ideal as they go through their journey. And it's particularly with respect to access Um, to breast reconstruction, delays in terms of getting results, getting the next diagnostic intervention or treatment, uh, and sometimes feeling lost and like they're not being guided or navigated through their journey. And so uh, despite all the expert knowledge and work that's being done, sometimes women feel like they, they are lost in their journey, not able to be supported with the information that they need. 
Um, and that's where my work is importantly supported by the philanthropic donations. Um, my work as chair is to really help women get timely and equitable access to high-quality, personalized care. And this is done in, in two main ways. The first way is by empowering women with knowledge during their journey. And, you know, one concrete example of how I'm doing this is creating a new mobile platform for patients to communicate with their providers, communicate with other patients, and access the resources and information that they need at the right times during their journey. Another important part of my work is improving the actual way that we deliver cancer care. I'm sure many people have experienced in BC that we have exceptional cancer physicians. And for breast cancer care, you need multiple doctors. It's not just one. And a lot of us are experts in our own, in our own realm, in our own world, but it's hard to coordinate and come together around the one patient. And so we are great at the care we provide, but the way we provide it or the delivery of it, there are some important shortcomings. And so my work is on integrating technology to identify where there are problems in that system of delivering care so that women are experiencing the best care that they can experience and they feel that they are being guided and navigated through this sometimes complex and confusing journey. So the care is excellent, but it can always get better and you can help. You can go to vghfoundation.ca slash high fives and find out how you can donate to the UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation. You can text high five to four, five, six, seven, eight to give $5 or $25. And uh, we're going to meet some of the other superstar doctors. That was Dr. Catherine Isaac. She's a plastic and reconstructive surgeon specializing in breast reconstruction and breast cancer care. Uh, and uh, we'll have more with Angela Chapman, who's the president and CEO of UBC and VGH, the Hospital Foundation. And we'll meet a couple more of these superstar doctors. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and High Fives for Healthcare is the program that UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation have launched this fall. It's a way to raise money uh, for some incredible healthcare that we all take advantage of in the Lower Mainland and throughout the province. And you can donate right now to the VGH Foundation website, vghfoundation.ca slash high fives. You can also text to donate, text high five to four, five, six, seven, eight, four, five, six, seven, eight and half five, uh, you can give five bucks or 25 bucks. And with me is Angela Chapman. She's the president and CEO of UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation, uh, who is responsible for all this. And I, I guess with COVID, a lot of people forget that uh, the hospitals are good for uh, very important other things too. Absolutely. Well, you know, when the first wave hit, of course, many of the surgeries were Put on hold, and that uh, created a backlog. But of course, we're back with uh, with a fervor and uh, working very hard to catch up on on the backlog of surgeries. In fact, I had my own personal experience with that. Martin, my husband uh, had a work accident in August and broke his ankle. So, very much thanks to ortho trauma surgeons at uh, at BGH, he's he's back to fully fully functioning again. 
Yeah, that's great. And if you, uh, people listening, have one of those experiences and you want to say a special thank you to to a healthcare worker that has helped you, you can do that when you give a little bit of money by going to vghfoundation.ca slash high fives and you can give a little message of support. And we, I think we've all learned how much we appreciate healthcare workers in the last year. And donations to the campaign are currently being matched up to 250000 bucks. That's a quarter of a million dollars. So that's, that's going to help a lot, I'm guessing. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the, the really exciting things that's coming up in the area of surgery, Martin, is that we, com- we completed quite remarkably back on the 1st of February a major campaign for surgery, uh, both at UBC Hospital and BGH. And with those funds, we'll be opening, uh, and the VGH has been progressing very rapidly on the construction of 16 new operating rooms uh, on the third floor of the Jim Pattison Pavilion, as well as some very important changes happening out at UBC Hospital. That will open the Phil and Jenny Gallardi Surgical Center at VGH uh, in March of 2021. We're really excited about the changes that that's going to bring to surgery at VGH. And I'm guessing Dr. Keith Baxter, the chief of surgery at VGH, is very excited. And we have him on the phone. Hello, Dr. Baxter. Good afternoon. Great. I, I just imagine you washing your hands as we speak. Getting, uh, getting, yes, very, very clean. <laughs> and a mask on as well. Yeah, I guess nobody has to tell you to wash your hands. Uh, as the chief of surgery, I mean, Angela was just talking about all those new uh, surgical units. Um, how does that affect your work, just having more facilities? Well, I think it uh, not only does it help us with our work, but I think it benefits all of British Columbians. Um, you know, we are nearly completed the construction of our 16 new universal, you know, state-of-the-art operating rooms at VGH. And this will help to increase OR capacity. It'll help to improve uh, patient experience and ultimately help to maintain the highest uh, surgery quality of care that we deliver at uh, Vancouver General Hospital and UBC Hospital. And how has uh, it been dealing with COVID in in a surgical situation? Because surgeries don't stop when there's a pandemic going on. It must be a very challenging time. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we fortunately have the expertise of our, our leaders in our hospital in order to manage, safely manage our patients. This has involved some adjustments, but we are, you know, committed to providing uh, surgical care to everyone, and to do so in in a manner that is safe, not only for patients but also all of our staff. Mm-hmm. And and let's talk about all the people who are not from the Lower Mainland who come to the Lower Mainland to get surgical care. Um, that that is a, a big number, isn't it? People from all over the province coming to Vancouver. I I would uh, I would estimate. Martin, that, that nearly half of our patients come from outside of Vancouver, and they come here to seek, you know, the the complex expertise that our surgeons can handle, whether that's for trauma or for many other surgical cases such as transplants or advanced oncology. Uh, so we we feel that we offer care 24/7, 365 to anybody in this province, whether you're from Fort Nelson to the southern tip of Vancouver Island, from Haida Gwaii to Fernie. Well, Dr. Keith Baxter is the uh, Chief of Surgery at VGH, and we're talking about the High Fives for Healthcare Initiative, UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation, a way that you can help support this incredible healthcare system that we have here. Um, you can text HIGH FIVE to 45678 
You can give five bucks or 25 bucks. Uh, and you can go to the website, vghfoundation.ca slash high fives and you can give some money they also have a whole social media program we'll get we'll, we'll reiterate that in a second with angela uh but dr baxter uh how important are fundraising events like this and fundraising in general for the work you do as the chief of surgery yeah it's, it's absolutely vital martin and i want to thank angela the foundation and and most importantly our donor uh, our donors for their you know ongoing dedicated support you know, much of what we uh, have in the operating room in our uh, advanced OR suites, um, the equipment we have, the technologies that we use comes from funding through the VGHUBC Foundation. And uh, as, as I said before, I'm so glad you decided to go to medical school because mm-hmm. I appreciate people like you. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Baxter. Uh, you better get back to scrubbing up. And are you are you uh, doing surgery today? On call this weekend. So it's a, it's been a pleasure to take some time out to talk to to you and then all of British Columbians. Thank okay. you for your support. You're very very welcome, Dr. Keith Baxter. Uh, is the chief of surgery at VGH. It's a Vancouver consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and today we're talking about high fives for healthcare with Angela Chapman, the president and CEO. She's with us, and uh, I've been mentioning the website vghfoundation.ca/slash/high-fives and also texting high five to 45678. It's an easy number to remember. Uh, Five bucks or 25 bucks. But there's also, Angela, a social media component to this. Uh, I kind of like that idea. What what are you uh, encouraging people to do? Oh, go on whichever platform uh, you use, Instagram, your Twitter account, uh, even LinkedIn, if you like, whatever you, Facebook, whatever you like to use. And uh, use the hashtag uh, high five, healthcare high five, sorry, healthcare high five at VGHFDN uh, and tag five of your friends, pass on the message, post uh, socially distanced high fives, uh, messages uh, of support and gratitude for our healthcare workers. Yeah, well, I, I, I really appreciate uh, the work you're doing, especially this September, how, uh, how challenging it is with the COVID thing, Angela. And uh, now we're going to talk about uh, emergency care. And I think emergency care, obviously, it's something you don't think you're going to need until you need it. And uh, Dr. Kendall Ho is a professor with the emergency care department, uh, one of the educators of the people of the future. And, and he's with us now, Dr. Ho. Are you there? Yes. Hello, Martin. Hi. Good to talk to you. Um, emergency care. Uh, it, it's, uh, like I say, it's one of those things that people don't think they're going to need uh, until they do. And uh, how is the VGH and UBC Hospital Foundation uh, important to the kind of emergency care that we get in the Lower Mainland and throughout the province? Yeah, thanks for that question, uh, Martin. Uh, emergency care, really, we see ourselves as a bit of a safety net for everyone in our community. Uh, when they need a service that they no longer can get fast enough in the community or uh, able to, that we in the emergency department will support our patients. I really want to thank Angela and the VJS UBC Hospital Foundation to really support not only the types of equipment that we need and the type of services that we need, but also how do we innovate, especially at this time of COVID, where we're using a lot of technology and virtual care to support our patients uh, to keep them safe. 
Mm-hmm. And when we talk about emergency care, the system that we have, uh, you, you often think of rural areas where something happens to someone, they need to be helicoptered in. Um, what kind of uh, work are you doing to, to kind of uh, make this more efficient and how does the money help uh, that kind of uh, rural care, out-of-the-way care is what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, as uh, Dr. Baxter alluded to, uh, Vancouver Coastal Health, we provide a lot of specialized services. Our rural patients are very well served by the family doctors, by the nurses in the communities, and also the specialists in the communities. But there will be specialized services that we can deliver in Vancouver Coastal Health. And so what we not only do is to receive our patients so that they can receive the emergency care that they need, a trauma, an accident along the Sea to Sky Highway, for example, but also to be able to use technology such as virtual care so that we can help the patients understand what their needs, help our health workers, health professionals to actually pre-screen the patient so that by the time the patients come, they're absolutely ready for the type of service that they are. And so for our room remote patients to be able to not only have emergency care access, but also to have technology to support them so that the seamless transition from them to come from their community to us will be very important innovation that we can offer as Vancouver Coastal Health. Yeah, because uh, I just had my first Zoom doctor's appointment, and uh, it was pretty interesting. And I I could see how with emergency care you could you could get involved before they even arrive. Uh, and Absolutely, it could really help. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm very glad you had a positive experience. In fact, uh, in Canada, uh, Canadian Medical Association has demonstrated that that 91 percent of patients who connected with virtual health had very very positive experience and want to continue it. Imagine a patient with mobility issues at home, regardless of whether rural, remote, or urban, to be able to get the services that they need safely and conveniently at home is so important, especially in COVID time. You can then decrease infection transmission, reduce the unnecessary wait in the waiting room of an emergency department. Uh, that kind of approach would be very, very helpful for all of us in British Columbia. Well, thank you so much. Dr. Kendall Ho is the emergency care department professor and an emergency care specialist. Um, And uh, thanks so much for talking to us. Uh, It's the UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation's High Fives for Healthcare. Uh, You can donate right now at vghfoundation.ca slash high fives. You can text to donate high five, high five to four, five, six, seven, eight. Four five six seven eight to give five dollars or twenty five dollars, and uh, with me is the president and CEO of of uh, the UBC and VGH Hospital Foundation, Angela Chapman, and uh, we uh, we've talked to some superstar doctors, and uh, now I want you to explain why it's so important that people um, support the the foundation and and help make what is already an excellent healthcare system even better. Mm, thank you, Martin. Well, you know, you you everyone has heard it themselves. We've got these amazing healthcare leaders in our province. We're very fortunate to have leading minds, uh, really, as you can see, performing really at the cutting edge of of their areas of uh, specialty uh, for for British Columbia and for our country. So. They are contributing to better practice, um, better patient outcomes, better medical results for our entire population. And it is through them, of course, there are beneficiaries that our foundation has an impact on healthcare. And you as donors, 
you make a difference, you help us give them the technology, fund their research, bring the best people here. So uh, we hope everybody participates in this campaign. You know, use your social media, get the message out there, post messages of gratitude, your high fives, pass it on to your friends uh, to participate uh, and and donate. And your donation today will be matched up to $250,000 thanks to our other uh, generous donors. Uh, and uh, we're really excited about this campaign. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And thanks to our wonderful medical professionals who joined us today on this. Program. Yeah. Absolutely. And go to Global TV tonight, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. tonight on Global. Yes, please join us. High fives for healthcare. Angela Chapman, uh, always a pleasure. And uh, best of luck with the, uh, with the campaign. And everybody, go to vghfoundation.ca slash high fives. And you can text high five to 45678 to give $5 or $25. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Stick around. When we come back, it's Ask Andrew. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Time now for Ask Andrew. Andrew Ferrara, our executive producer of Vancouver Consumer, who is a big museum goer. And I know museums have been really hurting of late, obviously, because of COVID-19. But clearly one of the bright spots in Vancouver, because it's mentioned all around the world, is the Museum of Anthropology. And uh, Andrew, you've got some news about the Museum of Anthropology. Yeah, so I'm one of the people who remembers that the Museum of Anthropology exists. Um, A lot of people seem to forget that it does, in the same way that a lot of people forget that the Vancouver Museum exists. Yeah, uh, and I, in the same way that people forget that the Vancouver Maritime Museum exists. We have museums here that aren't the art gallery. Let's use them, folks. Well, the Museum of Anthropology, I always remember because it shows up in movies all the time. It's such a glorious backdrop, that big, huge wall of glass overlooking the ocean. It's pretty amazing there. It essentially looks like a villain's lair, which I really like. <laughs> um, or a hero's lair. I don't know. It depends how you want to see it. Yeah. But the uh, it was originally built uh, in 1976, which was when it was originally all put together. But that giant glass facade you mentioned is the Great Hall. And that was designed by the legendary Arthur Erickson, you may know of downtown Law Court's fame. Uh, Now, this structure isn't the most seismically safe. And we do live in a potential earthquake hotbed. Uh, And so now that this pandemic has kind of come, uh, there's not a whole lot of stuff going around. They're taking this opportunity to kind of redo the Great Hall. Uh, at the Museum of Anthropology, and it's going to be a $30.5 million rebuild of the entire uh, facility, which I think is I'm, it's somewhat surprising given the, you know, where we are. But you got to remember that this is, you know, a landmark feature of the city, in my opinion. Uh, and what they're really going to be doing is they're, because it's not something that they can just kind of, um, you know, adjust while building it's literally just cement with giant panes of glass what they're going to be doing is literally just kind of like taking it down and they're going to be putting the entire thing on what's essentially a kind of movable platform and this platform will shift up to about a foot in either direction during an earthquake um and so they're going to have to take all of it down they're going to rebuild this, you know, gigantic, magnificent, you know, glass and cement facade on top of this kind of seismic slab, if you will. 
Uh, and this kind of technology is already used a lot in New Zealand. Uh, if you're familiar with New Zealand's parliament building, uh, it's got this kind of seismic dampening in it, where in an earthquake, the building will shake, but it'll shake and it'll counteract the, the movements of the earthquake, which will much more, uh, you know, it'll minimize damage. So this is, I think, they always harp on, on seismic preparedness here on the west coast as they should as they should and i i I believe that in order to you know get the public more on board with you know spending the money that we need to spend to safeguard these buildings it may take a few of these you know landmark structures being torn down and rebuilt with these new seismic measures in mind to get people to go oh maybe that is a good idea yeah all, all i know is when i think of that structure it's so beautiful it just sounds really expensive yeah, it, uh, it's a $30.5 million uh, price tag. Uh, so it certainly isn't cheap, but uh, it is, you know, for safety, really, and to preserve one of Vancouver's, you know, architectural landmarks, I would argue. Yeah, it's a great place to go for a walk. Uh, it's it's, also, it, it's also a really good place to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Ask Andrew. Andrew Ferrara, the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we're going to talk real estate. Real estate's on fire continues to be another record-setting month in October. And we'll talk to John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com. That's coming up next when Vancouver Consumer continues. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.